Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of Aromatic Legacy. And uh, yesterday I had the uh, good fortune of being uh, pointed to the di- in the direction of the uh, the Incense Arena YouTube channel. For those of you that, that don't know, Incense Arena is the uh, annual or biannual event that uh, Incense Media in India put on that brings the whole incense industry together. And the last one that they held in Chennai, uh, they posted some videos from that of uh, some of the talks and uh, the perfumers presenting some of their new fragrances and the uh, also some of the personal uh, development and uh, versus uh, uh, how you operate your business um, perspective uh, analysis by uh, one of the uh, leaders in the incense industry. And um, it was uh, very enlightening, it was very interesting. I learned a lot from watching those videos and how uh, the vibe of these incense arenas and who attends and uh, who's willing to interact with the speakers, which is not many. There's just always just one or two that are willing. And um, that leads me to think they're coming there for a purpose, either to educate themselves or just to see what's going on in the industry or to create new networks. And are they just, you know, as was touched on by the speaker, are you just in it for yourself? Is your happiness determined by, well, what's in it for me and uh, and not really sharing happiness around or creating happiness for others? And that's a really good point because if you are closed off to it, like, you know, very insular about your happiness, it's only conducive to your happiness and regardless of others, then you're very unlikely to be happy. If your happiness is more open to adding value and giving value to others and uh, helping people out, uh, everyone knows that when you do something good and you help someone out, it does wonders for your own happiness and it's more about your happiness in the end because that's what you're left with. You might visually or audibly uh, know about the other person's happiness for those moments but what's left with you for even longer is your own happiness so that's an important thing to think about and why I'm talking about happiness and being open to things is predicated on the whole thing that I'm always talking about is gaining a new perspective and a new approach to your business in terms of how you market it and who you market it market your business and product and service too because in that room in the uh, incense arena uh, seminar room there seemed to be a reasonable amount of people in there like it wasn't as um, busy as I thought it would be obviously there's a lot of people out and about on the floor looking at the stalls and the exhibitors and stuff but I thought more people would be interested in the the actual presentations because that's where you really learn something uh, that you can apply to your business and to yourself and uh, so yeah that was an interesting perspective also because they weren't that interactive I'm wondering also if you're not open to basic interaction with you're a little bit reserved, a little bit shy um, fear of judgment 
or being caught out with uh, less knowledge than somebody else. There's nothing wrong with that. It's like vulnerability is uh, you can grow amazingly and get amazing ideas from vul- from being vulnerable. And uh, I think that um, the lack of interaction on that platform uh, leads me to believe that adopting uh, new ideas and new approaches to um, uh, marketing and uh, taking uh, risks in business is uh, basically what I'm getting at here is a calculated risks or educated risks um, are still you know uh, very much uh, deliberated upon and uh, sat upon and not always action taken so from that perspective, obviously, what I'm talking about is something that can really boost uh, your presence, your brand's presence, and therefore your sales in the long term. But taking action on it is what's really required now, in the next six to 12 months. Action is paramount. Because why I'm saying that is because this message is now getting out there to a lot of companies. The first handful, the first handful of companies that uh, decide to actually do something about it and to adopt some of these methods and techniques and uh, new ways of looking at their brand and their and their product and their and their business. Um, I think they're the ones that are really going to reign supreme in the coming years so yeah the local Indian market may follow certain trends like one of the perfumers was saying the trickle down effect from fine fragrance to agrabatis and other uh, fragrant products in the market um, does have a flow on from uh, decade to decade and um, I don't know whether it's as prevalent in other markets outside of India maybe it is I think in the west now because individuality is such a, such a um, on a pet put up on a pedestal and also the, the the, just the nature of the world now, this global village we're living in, I think influences and tastes come from so many different sources globally that I think that the old just the trickle down of trends um, is diminishing, especially in um, people's personal tastes, what they like. Uh, when it comes to their foods and their their clothes and their their music, their fragrance, all this sort of thing, it's such an eclectic mix of stuff that I don't think um, a, a mass audience of uh, uh, of following the same flow or a pattern in trends is as prevalent today as it was, and therefore I think you need to be a lot more. Uh, creative in your approaches and targeted target and target market um, focused in your approaches 
because um, there's just so many different uh, perspectives, tastes, and um, it's 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 a very it's a very big mix nowadays. It's not a it's not how it was even ten years ago. It's changing heaps. Um, so keeping that in mind your incense business a lot of these um, on the incense arena uh, uh, videos there were businesses there that were startups there was some one guy who was talking about his struggles there was businesses there that have been around for 15 20 years more a few generations so in this industry that's the that's what's really um, interesting about the agrobat industry is that there's such a uh, longevity on one hand and such a freshness on the other and the balancing of the two in the market and where the two are coming from is a really interesting play because you've got tradition versus uh, brand new and um, in an industry that started out as a cottage industry which and which is now a uh, commoditized uh, global product I think um, the next five to ten years is super interesting, really interesting, where it's going to go and how it's going to play out. And there's a lot of stuff that um, didn't get put on the table at the Incense Arena from what I saw from the video perspective. I don't know if there were more presentations or uh, I would imagine they all got put up there. But nobody spoke about the uh, marketing side of things and the generational side of things, which is what I want to talk about. And um, I'd really be uh, interested in um, speaking at one of these events because I think what I have to say is very relevant to every manufacturer in the incense industry, whether you're local market or export market or both and uh, not just your incense but your other fragrant lines that you're producing but obviously incense is the uh, the focal point and, and the number one uh, product uh, at these at this particular event so starting there and then uh, branching out to other stuff I think uh, what I have my message and what I have to share with uh, those that are interested or even not interested or those who even hear a little bit about it I think we'll, we'll get the conversation started and get people thinking, even if they're not interacting to what I'm saying on the stage, but they'll go away and think about it, or they might have a few conversations between themselves. Um, but I think uh, this is the time where uh, new seeds are definitely going to start uh, being planted, and the ones that uh, water them and take care of them and... Uh, nurture them now uh, they're going to grow into strong very fruitful trees in the not too distant future so that's all I wanted to say at the moment, Um, thanks for listening to this episode if you've listened all the way through Aromatic Legacy is uh, definitely much a process it's not uh, something that happens overnight, there's so many steps to it and um, parts to it if uh, you really want to leave an aromatic legacy for your brand, 
um, now is the time to start putting those things into place especially if you're a new company and you've got no history and uh, uh, you know you've got no sales not much of a sales history or product history and uh, you can really create something special um, this is a, a perfect time to um, start adopting new and fresh approaches and really create something special for the for the market and um, you know and present it in a super special way a way that's never been presented before home fragrance has never been presented in the way that I um, talk about presenting it before on the digital platform to your target audience there's um, such an untapped area of uh, presentation and engagement that uh, it's ready and it's time now we'll talk again bye for now